Welcome to the Sober Experiment podcast by Be Sober. I'm Lisa. And I'm Alex. If you're new to our podcast, Lisa and I have been best friends since high school. And after many years of getting drunk together, we decided to experiment with being sober together. You can find out more about our story by going right back to the start of season one and two and three and four. (laughs) (laughs) So we started Be Sober with a vision to connect people living a sober lifestyle to help them feel less alone and show them that you can still have fun without alcohol. Be Sober is now the only sober community that has absolutely everything that you need in one place. And we believe from the bottom of our hearts that everyone who doesn't want to drink alcohol deserves to feel normal. This episode is proudly sponsored by Ray Rituals. As our members will already know, we recently had Christina from Ray Rituals in our membership space doing a breathwork session, which I believe was absolutely incredible. And our community all said they got so much from it. Ray Rituals is a membership community of its own that offers live and on-demand breathwork and other health and wellness practices for women to support mindfulness, healing, and of course, recovery, which is very close to our hearts. So we'd love you to go over and take a look at Ray Rituals by visiting rayrituals.com. All the links are in the show notes. And if you decide to sign up as an annual member, we have been offered an amazing 10% off. So if you enter Be Sober at checkout, B-E-E, Sober at checkout, and you want to take a deeper dive into how breathwork is powerful to sobriety, you can also join the waitlist for the Sober and Thriving program. Again, in the show notes. Yo, Lisa. Yo, yo, yo. I feel like we haven't had a season break. <laughs> I do. Hello, everybody. We Hello, are everybody. Back. We're back. <laughs> I bet people are like, are they still here? What do you mean you're back? Have you been on a break? <laughs> yeah, have you been anywhere? We were on a break. <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> right. I want to know a little bit more about Breathworks. So I'll be honest with you, right? I'm starting to get a little bit of FOMO. Well, I am. Let me just, before you tell me about it, Lisa, right? I have been watching and listening, and I know I was was supposed to go on Christina's. That's what I was going to interrupt and say. Well, you could have had a go because you did tell everybody that you would be there. No, I only told you and Christina. (laughs) No, you told the podcast. Oh, did I? Yeah, so you told everybody, and I swear, and I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to be presumptuous, but I thought, she won't be going there. I could tell by your voice and everything. And people listening now who know us, I reckon they could tell that you were fibbing and all. (laughs) No, but genuinely, I wasn't fibbing at the time. Let me, what happened? Well, what I think happened, it was later in the year. (laughs) Just bollocks. Come on, get on with it. Why are you getting But genuinely, I did. I thought it was a bit later. For whatever reason, I didn't go. And then I felt really like I'd missed out, right? And there's several reasons. Obviously, Christina's breathwork session was really good. But then there's other breathwork sessions, which I know you've done lots of different ones now. Like, tell me, right? Come on. I'm never going to go to a breathwork session in my life. Change my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you know, Alex, it's been a real transformative practice for me. And every time I do it, my experience is really, really different. Like every single time, something different happens. But the one thing that stays the same is that I love it every single time as well. So it's really hard to kind of tell somebody what they're going to experience because it is so different. Oh. I know that's not going to really change your mind, but basically um, I just think 
for one, being guided. I know there's lots of breathwork things that you can do at home or online and things like that but having a real person guide you like Christina's session or like the ones that I go to with the breath connection it will be on the podcast also very soon um like I think being guided helps me fully immerse myself it feels like I don't know Alex I can't explain it I've just never felt as more connected to me myself the world around me and people that listen know that I'm probably likely to have undiagnosed ADHD (laughs) does it help to soothe that genuinely oh my god it's the only time I'm still like my brain is constant all the time I thought everybody's was like this and I just want to kind of mention this is you know my youngest daughter is definitely ADHD. And we were talking about it in the car yesterday. And I said, you know what? I am so sorry. She has been undiagnosed with ADHD because I've been undiagnosed with ADHD. So oh. everything she's told me, and we only figured this out yesterday. Right? You just thought everyone would like that. I've said everyone like does that. that. She's told me stuff and she's gone, but my brain does this or this happens. And I'm like, yeah, that happens to everyone. It's fine. But that's because it happens to me. So we've always thought it happened to everyone. And then I've taught. That's like me and you getting pissed at Lisa. We thought that happened to everyone. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. (laughs) So yeah. So back to kind of the breath work. It's honestly the only time for me that I feel really connected. Like my mind connects with my body and, and I'm, and I've had very spiritual experiences from it. Like I have. And yeah, I'll talk more about that, I suppose, when we speak to um, the breath connection as well, because that's where that happened. You know, like with Christina. Yeah. We had her on the podcast. The one thing that really stands out in my mind is how soothing a voice was. Mm. Do you think that in, I don't know if you'll know the answer to this, do you think individuals connect differently to different voices and different people and you have to kind of find that person that speaks to your soul? Is it like that? I think if you were doing like guided meditations, then yes. But I think I feel breath works a little bit different. So as long I think, as they know how to I think do it, it can be pretty well. much done, yeah, with with anybody. Yeah. So she did she did a good session then. <laughs> you know what? She did a fantastic session and people, you know, they really, really did get a lot for it. I love our membership for this that we can kind of offer things and people like Christina come in and offer these things to our members because there is people like you say, Alex, that like it's so out of your comfort zone. And people are coming on and experiencing all these new things. But yeah, I I just love it. I just think it's a really powerful practice. Personal. Personal. I mean, I know you've shared with me some things that like probably should never be mentioned on the podcast because people might just switch us off because it is very weird, the things that could happen. Well, it's not right. All right, let's talk about this. (laughs) Oh, no. It's, yeah, but you're they saying are jealous that's of weird, this. But that's like me saying what you do on a Sunday's weird. It is weird. <laughs> but it's not. It's like, so one of the things that I said to you was in one of my breathwork sessions, I felt really connected to to source of some kind. Yeah, like you said, either you, you God said you felt or, a one with I universe. felt that I saw Jesus how I would imagine Jesus. Which to is look weird because like. you're not religious. 
No, I know, but like I've I've seen what Jesus might look like in my mind. I think it was presented to me as Jesus. I'm not saying Jesus come over and went, I had fancy a brew. I'm saying what <laughs> I saw was my interpretation of what somebody like Jesus were. And not not being religious doesn't mean that I don't have a belief. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because I massively believe in God, whether that be as I work like say I work with the universe or yeah, yeah. do you know? what i mean i believe i believe in jesus i believe there was a g i don't believe he turned water into wine <laughs> gosh it's a good job not everyone can do that i tell you <laughs> seriously though right i i am um, i'm quite jealous that's the bit i'm really really jealous of right because obviously i'm <laughs> to church now you're sad though we are good show me jesus <laughs> true, yeah i like, honestly i'm so jealous that you've seen jesus and my no. it's amazing <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. I'm really oh, jealous. You've seen Jesus. Yes. I feel like it's not fair. Because <laughs> 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 otherwise that wouldn't make me a good Christian, would it? I'm very grateful that you've seen Jesus, but I'm also really, really naffed off that I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so anyway, let's just get back to this. So I'm, I've been thinking a lot lately, generally, about things that I'm doing for my own mental health. Right? And I've, yeah. breath work is something I really do want to try. I genuinely do want to try it. And I want to do the ice bath and I want to do some cold water dipping. I, I'm a bit scared of doing cold water dipping because of what I've learned. No, we're going to do, it's really good that you said this, because Nana, our Manchester ambassador, is she goes to the breath connection ones all of the time. Like she must be there every Sunday or something. But she, we were talking about it the other day and she's going to arrange to see if we can just have a be sober one. So I know Sue um arranged like a retreat day and a lot of our members went to that who tickle uh who is the founder of active friends who we sometimes co-host with yeah yeah good plug there thank you but <laughs> but yeah she arranged like um a collaborative event with active friends and be sober and they did a retreat day there which was amazing and i think um nana said she's going to arrange like just the two hour one so that involves like a breathwork session and the ice baths as well so she's going to yeah. get in touch with them and we're going to have a special be sober one so, we'll so i need to sure, do it don't i yeah we'll make sure it's a day when when you can do it because i desperately want rob to do it as well i think he will get so much from it i'd like sam to do it with me yeah yeah he'll get a lot from it. i think it isn't and it's not just for you know people who are in recovery are in sobriety it is for everybody and everybody's mental health it's for everybody the per the, the a lot of people like i've been to a few different ones and another one that i went to which was on the solstice was it summer solstice yeah i think so when spring equinox that's what it was spring equinox and i went for the spring outside. equinox so that lady yeah, there summer solstice hasn't happened yet has it? no i know i was thinking that. <laughs> that's why i questioned it i'm like tell me when it was but she the lady that does that is actually a trauma counselor and she started doing breath work a few years ago and the same with breath connection actually they said the same i think she was a counselor as well yeah she was she said and she'd never seen yeah 
Yeah, and people have released things that they have not released after 30 years of counselling. So yeah. breathwork can be, it really can be so powerful. And honestly, you know, when I get a bit upset now, and this is not a breathwork practice at all, right? But if I feel something eating me up inside, I like, <sighs> I try and get it out of my body. I'm like, dude, you are not staying in there. And I do like my own little made up practice to release it, to get it out. Because it's an exorcism. No, that's <laughs> scary and awful. Why would you bring that up? Listen, listen, I want to say something to you seriously. Speaking of church now, right? And going back to the breathwork thing that you're talking about. And again, not a breathwork practice, but as as probably everybody who knows me knows, I did my first wedding on Saturday, as in played my first wedding. And yeah, it definitely wasn't your first wedding. <laughs> oh, very funny. Right. Thanks for that. So, <laughs> text a good friend to know a good friend is all I will say. <laughs> so, um, you me out. look, I've got my brain fog now. Anyway, so I, I honestly, honestly, honestly can say to you, it was the most scared I've ever been in my adult life, right? Now, everybody who knows me knows I'm really dramatic, right? Yeah, you are dramatic. And I've probably said I've never been as scared in my life on other podcasts. You've probably heard this, but I swear... <laughs> I have never been as scared in my life, right? In in kind of an adrenaline nerves way, right? So I'm yeah. in front of the organ. Let me just try and put you in the picture about what happened. And I'm tootling away, playing quietly, waiting for the bride to arrive. And then I'd rehearsed the da 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 here comes the bride song, yeah? I'd rehearsed it to run it through twice and finish by the time that she, the bride, ends up stood in front of the vicar next to the groom. So I have like a big wing mirror <laughs> on my organ because obviously I've got my back to everybody and I'm up high. So I'm having to adjust my mirror and I made sure I could see her, but I couldn't see her, right? It wasn't because the mirror was set up wrong. She was she tiny? No, nothing like oh. <laughs> That's your hang up about little people. No, I couldn't. She didn't come into view in the mirror. And I didn't know whether it was because I'd not set the mirror right or whether she'd just taken ages to arrive. So it, I know this all happened instantaneously. I was already really nervous and I'd been playing it fine. But then I had this thing of, oh, is she there? What if she's not there and I finish and she's halfway up the aisle? I'm going to... Oh, my God. Right, exactly. But you know how quick these things can happen. So I spiralled into my own head. I played another verse just to make sure she was there. Then I kind of realised she must be there because everybody was still, which made me panic even more that now I'd gone on for too long, which made me make mistakes. And by the end of it, of that first song, nobody else would have really noticed the mistakes. I noticed them because, you know, you're your own worst critic, aren't you? But by the end of it, I had to actually, st like, stop playing and look in my own wing mirror and go, like, mime to myself, get Calm the mm down and get out of your own head. And I actually had to say it in the mirror to myself. And the yeah. way it was, no guesses, deep breathing. Yeah. Loads and loads of deep breathing. And then I managed to play three really good hymns. And then the end where I played the out tune was perfect. 
But it was all, honestly, it all came from concentrating and breathing and relaxing and just calming myself down and bringing my heart rate down. We don't know how to breathe. That's the thing. And you know what's really weird is I was on the phone to Bethany actually this morning and my beautiful little granddaughter is, um, is full of a cold or hay fever, we think. I'm praying it's not hay fever, but I think it is. Um, and she's Aww. really, she's really bunged up. So she took her to the doctors this morning and she, Beth was saying she didn't sleep last night because she was so worried because she kept hearing a catch of breath. And the doctor had said, oh, that's because they forget that they can breathe out of the mouth as well as the nose. Oh. So then I was like, oh, my God. So we all started off breathing out of our nose. Yeah. And then we kind of learned to breathe out of our mouth and there's a big thing isn't there about mouth breathers and nose breathers and yeah. how but genuinely we do not know how to breathe your husband said it to me once I was like I'd said something I was like breathe and he was like why do you always tell yourself to breathe and I'm like we really? don't like to breathe. yeah yeah no way. I know, so it, but we have to learn how to do it and I think breath work is mouth breathing and I've spent years learning to breathe through my nose for meditation. So it's kind of like, there's just so many ways to breathe. It's very exciting. <laughs> so I guess the point is that if you can't make one of our in-person breath sessions and or you live in America and you want to pop over and see Christina. Yeah, definitely go and check her out. And use our code that we've talked about at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Really nice opportunity, isn't it, to... To have, to have a go at a breathwork session. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really good to have something like Christina's membership. It's really low cost as well. And to be able to just pop on and have the gu guided sessions, absolutely a must do, I think. Do not breathe alone. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to breathe again. Right. Yeah, breathe together. So cold water dipping, breathwork, right? I'm not, this is, this is where I was going to earlier and then forgot. So I, as you know, I'm not this typical, if there is a typical person who looks for things like that in my well-being, I can't meditate. I don't care what anyone says that it's a practice. I cannot do it. I can't. I can't do it. You can. No, I can't. You probably do it when you're playing the organ. So that's right. That's what I was going to say. So I, the way I think <laughs> I get my mind calm is by doing something that I can't think about anything else with. Yeah. Because as soon as I'm sat still, like meditation, and I know this is part of it, but it just don't feel like what it should, what I think it should feel like. Mine just starts racing with everything I've got to do. Yeah, but that's good. That is part, and like you just called it like rubbish, really. But it is called meditation practice, and it's practicing. So actually, just being aware of your own thoughts and sitting there is part of it. You're not meant to. Nobody has, I don't believe, apart from William Porter, has nothing in the head that they don't think. <laughs> we'll get back to our chat shortly. But first, let us tell you about some of the things that we offer at Be Sober. We don't want to bombard you with everything we do because there's absolutely loads. So we're just going to tell you a little bit about our membership, which is on special offer right now at just $14.99 a month with no joining fee. The Be Sober membership has everything anyone sober or sober curious needs all in one place, including our amazing free workshops like the one we did with Christina from Ray Rituals. 
So instead of spending your money going out, getting wasted this weekend, have a look at our website and join our membership today. And if you decide to join the Rare Rituals annual membership, don't forget your 10% discount by entering Be Sober at checkout. There are people like that though, aren't there? You don't think, is it, did he say you don't think in words? Yeah. So how does he think? I don't know. I've still, we've had this conversation before. And like, I do not know how he writes a book, but he doesn't have words in his brain. It's weird to me that. It's so weird. <laughs> but like meditation is not about kind of just switching everything off. It's it's about the awareness. You sat there and you're aware of your thoughts flying about. That's not a bad thing. That is meditation in itself, bringing awareness to it. Yeah, I suppose you're right. But what if you like me? Genuinely right. What if you like me and you don't want to sit there going on? Don't sit there then. Why would, why would you do something you didn't want to do? You're an adult. <laughs> no, but I feel like... Do you know like why force yourself? That, that's well, I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm kind of being a bit devil's advocate here. I don't because I've, I've learned that, like you're saying. I don't try and force anything now. Like when I did the cold water dipping, I absolutely loved it, but I thought I'd had a stroke, so that was no good for me. <laughs> Stop laughing. I still think something happened in my brain. <laughs> I do honestly I do again I know that I'm dramatic but on it didn't my face go funny yeah it did go funny <laughs> it did go funny so like I've tried that and I will it made me do my first aid training anyway <laughs> <laughs> and I will try it again I definitely will try that again because actually the benefits of that even though my face felt weird I felt giddy and fun and I, it did all the things it was meant to do yeah. And no, don't want to do that. Playing the organ for me, yes. Exercise. You do exercise as well. Again, I was speaking about this um, this morning with my new friend at the gym. I think it's so funny. We went for a walk the other day, a be sober walk actually near me. And as we were walking, I went, so guys, I've got a new friend. <laughs> and everyone uh, I, like, I was just going to say, oh, it's a new friend. <laughs> she's called Anita uh, <laughs> she's actually really really lovely and now I forgot my point oh I said to her this morning we were talking about exercise and running in particular and I was like I wish so much that I enjoyed running because I love the after bit and I, I just find it really hard to run. Like I'm not a natural runner and I do find it difficult. Anyway, we were talking and I said, since I've started doing exercise that I like for my mental health rather than weight loss, I've never give it up. Now, when I used to do it for weight loss, I'd be like, oh, I'm not getting the results. I want blah, blah. And I used to give it up all the time. Whereas now I've been doing it for years. And you love it so much that you've now a PT. You know what? And the thing is, and this will kind of link to something else we're doing separately as well. What I'm finding genuinely about my fitness now more than anything, yes, I'm strong. Yes, I'm healthy. All of those things. Mental well-being is amazing. But in terms of things like premenstrual symptoms, perimenopausal symptoms, it it really, really helps. Like the majority of my clients are in perimenopause or menopause, right? Yeah. The benefits after just two or three weeks that they find from moving the body, moving their joints, looking after their eating, all of that 
it just alleviates. Like they sleep better, there's less aching, there's less bloating, there's less weakness. It's the whole thing. And again, exercise isn't for everybody, you know, not everybody. I I actually have probably more days where I don't want to do it than I do. You know what? That's a really, really good point because nobody starts off wanting to do it, do they? No. you know, like it's, people say, oh, you need to be motivated. You're so motivated. No. Yeah, no, bollocks. Sometimes you've got to do things that you don't want to do. Again, we had this conversation. I've had so many conversations um, since we last spoke. But me and Rob were talking about this at the weekend. So we went down to the Lake District, one of our favourite places to go. We went to Keswick stopped over in the motorhome and on the Sunday day we climbed Cat Bells came down, had a look around we'd had a really really active day and Rob said to me we'll go and jump off the the jetty so I'd really wanted to do it in the morning I was like yeah 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 we'll do that now by the time it got to it in the afternoon I was like oh it was nearly bedtime really and we'd been out all day and I was thinking oh I'm so tired now do I really want to do this oh anyway we walked we couldn't stop in our usual car parks we'd park somewhere else and we had to walk around to this jetty we get our stuff on and I'm thinking why have I said yeah to this why have I said yeah to this we've had an active day when we got there and we went in the water so I've got a picture of it on my Instagram, which um, was and a video. Oh, of it was amazing! Running into the water. I just want to kind of do a caveat to that: is that we didn't jump straight into freezing cold water. We had actually climatized before, right. and we'd kind of gone. I in. did wonder that, you know, which is weird. I did wonder whether yeah. you'd done it. I know, and I feel like I kind of should have added that on because somebody said, I don't know how you did that. And I was like, no, we'd climatised before. Like, I'm not fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So we'd done it. We'd gone in the water. We jumped off the jetty together. And I swear to God, it was the it was so good. And we stayed in the water for ages afterwards. And I said to Rob when we was in the water, I am so glad that I made myself do that because it had been so easy not to. I didn't want to do it and I forced myself to do it. And it was the best part of the weekend. Like we just both loved it so much. And on the drive back, when you go watch your best part for both of us, that was it. Was it? And I were knackered. I was so tired. I was achy. I didn't really want to do it. Forced myself, loved it. That has got to be like this stuff in that isn't there make yourself do stuff just do it the thing is right and it genuinely is people like I just said before people say all the time oh you're so motivated right there is an element of that I am motivated but I'm motivated to feel good I'm not motivated by the activity I'm motivated by yes partly the journey I enjoy the journey but I'm motivated by knowing that if I do this I will feel x do you know what I mean yeah yeah it's not really motivation it's discipline it's it's discipline of it's discipline of motivation every single time i think yeah no motivation runs out it always does run out doesn't it you get all excited about something woohoo motivated three days later can't be asked that that's when you need discipline because it runs out and i hate that word discipline (laughs) (laughs) what a wanky word no it is it is oh 
can't words. I do, I hate it. What awful words to use. <laughs> what kind of exercise do you do now? Because I haven't seen Me? you. Right, yeah. Um, I have been, so I go to the gym about four times a week, probably. Sometimes more not usually less and I do a mixture of like the classes that are there but mostly strength exercises so weights when I don't go to the gym I pick up my on your goals Davina DVD because I actually yeah it's not her that does it she's got like a really wide range of trainers so you just pick the one that suits you and some of them are like 20 minutes 30 minutes, 45 minutes. But because I've got all the weights at home that was bought for Be Fit, I find it really easy to kind of pick them up and do it from home now. But yeah, mainly strength ones. I keep trying to run. Me and Rob went for a run the other week. I promised that I would do it at some point this year and the time came, so I had to do it. Um, And I was really glad afterwards. It was nice, but I I just want to enjoy it more. Because then you get to be in nature, but quicker. What do you think then? What's your favourite, favourite, favourite thing to look after yourself to do now? I don't know if I worded that question right, but do you understand what I mean? My favourite kind of self-care activity, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Um, it's been the same from when I first ever stopped drinking and it's got to be walking and being in nature. I love it. I love it. I love, I love looking at the world. I love grass and trees and butterflies and... I I just love being outside and I find it crazy that like that we're we're like inside all the time aren't we it's like we've built our houses what it's a generation I can't remember what it's called but it happened years ago um I read about it but now my story is so shit because I can't remember the story but basically we were born to be outside we were outside we were hunters we were gatherers we was with nature and then we built all these clean tidy homes and now hardly anybody goes outside it makes sense I think I reckon it's only going to get worse as well you know with all like phones and technology because people feel like I watch them now people 10 years just 10 years younger than us yeah cousins friends and i watch them now and they genuinely feel like they're having a proper experience when they're watching somebody's real yeah that's crazy isn't it do you know like look isn't this amazing and i'm like well it's just a video of somebody else's amazing i know it does kind of give you it makes the world like things seem more achievable and like oh my god they're doing that so i can go and do that but i've actually looked at people's stuff reels or videos and then i've gone to do it and i'm like oh already seen this <laughs> it's not that good once you get there it's not all that plus there's loads of people here yeah I suppose it's weird isn't it it's weird like there's a lot of benefits a lot of drawbacks but anyway that's another thing about um self-care and scrolling definitely isn't one do you know what I do with my phone while we're on about that and self-care I've started for ages now I've been leaving it downstairs at night plugged in yeah it's bad with me. But I've actually started like coming off it. You you might not have noticed because if I text you, I would text only you. But I am not scrolling on it. Yeah. Scrolling on it at night. 
It's too much. It's giving. It's ba- that's bad. It's bad for mental health to scroll too much, and it stops you from sleeping as well. The lights and stuff. But it, it can be a real. Social media can be an amazing place for connection, and but like with anything, we're addicts. <laughs> so people like I am fully, fully addicted to my phone. Yeah, I am. I am definitely addicted to my phone and I think I have to consciously stop myself from from going on it I think that's everyone now these days it is isn't it like I we were out um, and this is going to sound so judgmental but that's because it is all right so <laughs> we were out, it is like it's proper judgy but we were out the other night having a meal and I watched a family of five, mum, dad and the three kids ranging from maybe six or younger, maybe a bit younger, up to maybe 15. And every single one of them was on a screen the entire time they were out, even when they were eating. Yeah, it's bad that, isn't it? And it's not meant in a judgy way against them or anything, but like, how has that happened? How has it become all right to just not talk to each other over dinner? Like that, for me. I know. If we have family meals, we can't, We put the ball the a ball in the middle of the table and I'll put our phones in. Do so, you? Yeah, yeah. If, we, if we're having a family meal, absolutely, yeah. But you know what? Saying this, right, my 17-year-old is not as bad as me on her phone. I'm worse than her. That's interesting. So, you know, my, my youngest, no. She ain't my youngest, my middle. Yeah. She's hardly on her phone. Yeah. Well, that's because, right, I, I don't think, well, I know you haven't done this, but with, with Leah, we actually didn't allow her to have any social media channels at all. And now she doesn't want them. She's gone past wanting them because she's... Yeah, that's really good. Liv doesn't really anything. use it. She does use TikTok. She's a bit of a scroller on TikTok at, at night. But she's learned so she's learned more on TikTok than she ever did at school, to be fair. But that can be a really, really toxic place. It depends what you follow and what you do. It's just it's a big minefield, isn't it? It's like with anything. Moderate. Can you not moderate your phone? <laughs> it's everything, isn't it? It's right. Let's just finish up before we go. Before we go, so let's just go our list of best self-care options, right? Try them. You don't have to do them. We'd love to hear what yours are. Drop us a message because there'll be loads we haven't thought about. I'll give you my top. One. Top one, absolutely by far, is my music. Getting myself involved in music and apply that to anything. I, I feel like I get from my music what people get from journaling, meditation, yeah. writing, um, any hobby so hobby has to be for me the top one because you're doing something you love it's bringing you joy and you're not thinking about other things yeah that's a good one has to be exercise 100 has to be exercise and the one that i kind of pretend that i like but that's just because i don't get to do it often enough but when i'm doing it i love is walking yeah i think they're my top ones so mine would be, let's have a look, absolutely cold water therapy. I don't do it all the time. I don't have a bucket in my garden. I don't even have a cold shower. But when there is a lake or something around that I can dunk myself into, honestly, I get so much from it. So yeah, I do really, really love that. I hate cold showers. 
That's what people said to me. Oh, I can't come and I can't come for a dip because I ate cold showers. So do I. The shit, they're awful. Don't have one. Just come for a dip. <laughs> yeah, you only have to be subjected to it for a few minutes and you get loads of benefits. You don't have to do it. Yeah. And also, I've got to say that our cold water dips with like-minded people Ah, I know I'm biased, but they are so good. It makes such a difference when you're doing it with people that are on the same page as you. Like I've done solo ones and it's brilliant and I've really, really enjoyed it. But actually the ones that I do either with Rob, which I love, or with our Be Sober members are, are really special. And we really go through some stuff on them dips. Like when we do the breathing together and we go in together and the out, it's, it's real, real friendship making and bonding. So it's much more than that. And it's definitely good for your mental health. So I'm going to put that at the top. Um walking again but I, I can't have that because you've already had that no so. you can't have that because it's yours more than mine no but I'm trying to think of for other people as well other things that can be really beneficial I think um breath work obviously <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> disclaimer Alex was breathing at me through the other side of the screen then <laughs> like oh, the magic dragon sat here with my mouth in an O shape going <laughs> I, I do I, no it is a true real one like breath work go into things and experience new things I think that's it stepping out of your comfort zone and doing things that you see other people enjoying you think they can't possibly enjoy that go and try it be yeah. brave and just do it and I think being brave has a lot to do with it as well like you do I think being brave is a real self-care thing yeah because pushing yourself out of your comfort zone yeah actually, stops you from getting bored which brings you joy it does and it creates new pathways this is something that you'd say rather than me but actually it what's really... going on with us today <laughs> I don't know I don't know have I used any big words too <laughs> you've used bigger words than me today I'm afraid <laughs> But it does, when you do new things, it creates new pathways. And the more you do them, the less fear that you have. So mm -hmm. I just think going back to one of my old favourite books, two of them actually, Face the Fear and Do It Anyway. You don't even need to read the book. Just read the title, Face the Fear and Do It Anyway. The other one is Fuck It. That's what it's called. The book's actually called Fuck It. Again, don't need to read it. Just say to yourself, fuck it and do it. Just do it. <laughs> just get it done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that one and another one I'm just going to throw in for good measure, but cleaning. I. <laughs> oh, you know what? I need to clean. My, I've just yeah, come on. I, to I stopped clean. at Rob's last night. I've been to the gym this morning. The kids have been here and I can tell and I'm doing this podcast. In I can see you fidgeting. I wonder why you were fidgeting. Are you picking Oh, there's so much around me. Ben's got a new apartment that he's moving into next week. Woo -woo. Wow. I'm so excited about it. So he's got a box of stuff, pots and pans over there and I'm it's very untidy. But cleaning is a very good act of self-care. because I need to do mine, Lisa, you know. It agitates me that I've not done it. That gets on my to-do list and stays. That's what I mean. Like afterwards, the feeling you get after like sitting in a nice tidy or clearing out, like clearing out a cupboard. And again, this can be done small. Just do like your knife and fork drawer or your spice cupboard or like your cupboard that you shove all your bags in. That's such a good point, you know, and thinking about it, that's the same with most self-care things, isn't it? Start small. You feel amazing. Once you've done your exercise, you feel amazing. Once you've yeah. done your work, you feel amazing. Once you've done your cleaning up, you feel amazing. So basically, just do it. 
Yeah. Get off your ass. Now, if you're listening to this, get up, get off your ass and go and do something that you were thinking about doing. You're probably up actually, because I only ever listen to podcasts when I'm moving. I can't sit down and listen to one. I just fall asleep. Especially I would. If you sat on a train, right, don't just get up right now because you might not be able to get your seat back. Just wait. Yeah, do. Get up and go, fuck it. <laughs> see see what happens. Yeah. Stay here. <laughs> I would love that. And then take a picture of people's faces and tag us in. <laughs> oh, that'd be well good. I hope somebody's brave enough to do that. Yeah, they just go, fuck it. Oh, that but that reminds me of the time. Now. That it's reminds me of the hard. time that we played the game. Do you, remember, do you remember mine and Sam's game that we used to play in the um, in Tesco? And he called. Yeah, it- I hate that. I can't believe you did it. <laughs> it's so awful. <laughs> I was talking about you and your like weird, prudish, non-prudish ways in being. <laughs> Because like Lisa's one of the not. I was talking about that awful song that I showed you. That's disgusting. I'm not going to even talk about it. That no. But yeah, I was like. <laughs> You prudish face, that's awful, that's disgusting. But me and Sam once had this thing, it's not even... Oh, it's disgusting, I can't believe you're saying it out loud. Yeah, man, we were talking around Tesco, walking around Tesco, and he said, should we play Should we play the vagina game? And I went, oh, I'd hate you in Tesco, you'd I make said, me so uncomfortable. What's the vagina game? It was late on, there were no kids around in anyway, it's only a scientific word. But he went... No, no, the, oh, the whole thing, go on. He said, you have to say vagina, we start off really quietly... And you have to get louder and louder in turn, and whoever's willing to say it the loudest wins. <laughs> and I really think he thought I wouldn't play. And I went, Yeah, all right. No, you would definitely, that is definitely your type of game. Yeah, well, I won. In the end, he was going, Shut up, shut up. <laughs> I'd rather show my vagina than show it. There's <laughs> <laughs> always new levels of gross. <laughs> But getting back to... I won't really, by the way, I wouldn't. Yeah, look at that disclaimer. Um, just getting back to what we said, so please don't anybody be showing the genitals in public. No, do not do that. <laughs> Dude, like, seriously, don't do that. <laughs> so funny That's that you've actually seen it so serious. But if you all see, you never know, do you? People do it. That's why it's known as a thing. <laughs> what, flashing? Yeah. There's real flashes about. No, so I once. Did I tell you that story as well? I've seen a few. One man up and put his bits on the car window at Joel. <laughs> that's disgusting. I think that's hilarious. Ran up to the back of the window and put them. It's awful because if you were kids and that, I was about 18 in the back of my mum and dad's car. But then another time I did see one in the woods and he had long hair and he looked like he should have been in the life of Brian. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, in red underpants. <laughs> I was only a kid, me and my sister and my nana and my auntie. And my auntie, my great auntie, was quite posh, really. And um, as you can see, I don't really take after her. And she, this man ran out of the bushes. We were walking the dogs. And he ran out of the bushes in his red underpants, big long hair and like a long scraggy beard. And he was like, pull his red trousers down, his red pants, underpants, and was wiggling his willy. So I thought, was wiggling it around right <laughs> My auntie Doreen was going, don't look at him, don't encourage him. And my nana was honestly cross-legged, nearly wetting herself at how funny it was. So me and my sister were laughing. I mean, of course, now I look back, he wasn't wiggling his willy, was he? Why, what were we doing? 
Wow. <laughs> was... what, wow. Oh, he had his hands there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he had his hands there. I, I don't know well, why. I've like, it with the, like, his, like, hands up in the air, like jazz oh, hands wiggling. He was wiggling it with his hand. But oh, stop back, it. Yeah, looking back, that's not what he was doing, is it? No, it, I feel <laughs> we cannot end on this. That's disgusting. Why did you share that story? Share of a happy story, though. <laughs> that is hilarious. I've got to have a happy ending. Messages off certain there's two or three people <laughs> membership who will definitely message us about this episode. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the happy ending, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well end it there, haven't we? God's yeah. sake, no wonder we've had a break. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then. Are you gonna are you gonna finish the podcast with what you meant to say? Oh, yeah, hold on a minute. <laughs> You can't just go, we're going now. I know, it's because we've not done the Be Brave, Be Kind. Can we do that, that now? Should we ask? End? No, well, should we? Yeah, that is the end. That's the bit we're about. <laughs> but we normally ask our guest a question about being brave, being kind. Yeah. But, but uh, we haven't got a guest, so should we just leave that bit? Well, no, let's just end it with, um, we both choose, be kind, and please... Please leave us a really good review. <laughs> yeah, don't get your genitals out in public. No, don't do that. Yeah. Be kind. No, seriously. I, I want to be kind to yourself and I can't even say that now. You know what? We're just going to go. I'm just going to give a massive thanks to Ray Rituals for sponsoring this episode. Ray Rituals at rayrituals.com. And if you decide to become an annual member, enter Be Sober at checkout to claim your 10% discount. Make the most of it. And if you want to find out more about the work we do or you want to join our amazing community here at Be Sober, you can find out more on our website, besoberofficial.com. So until next time, be brave, be kind, and and be sober! That's a really bad one for someone to sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving that in.